You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We are joining you on this Monday, the 19th, 20th? 20th? 20th of December, 2021. We're in the final days of 2021. The year's winding down. I think this is... I think we've entered the best part of the year, the most romantic part of the year for me, and it's basically full-blown shutdown. No one does anything. Some people still at work, technically, but like... Yeah, but even if you're there, you're there you're, in... You're there in physical body only. Yeah, your spirit's not there. Your spirit's not there. Your spirit's elsewhere. Your spirit's at the cricket. Your spirit's fucking like, you know, you get, you're probably going to lunch for like three hours. Yeah. You're lunching. Yeah. You might even be brunching. You're definitely lunching. Definitely not working. You're not working. You're not doing shit. No one works in December. The, the wind down begins at, at Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah. I mean, you do things. But, but this like, is like, you know how in, I think, Titanic, how it takes ages for them to like slow down the engines and then kick it back in reverse when they're trying to like avoid the iceberg. Like this is the engines really slowing. They start slowing at Melbourne Cup. I'll use another analogy. The boat hits the iceberg at Melbourne Cup. Takes a while to sink though. The boat's sinking. The boat's sinking. Yeah. The boat's beginning to sink yeah. from like the November 4th, 5th, 6th. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Third. Ismay's shit in his pants. Ismay's getting ready to be a fucking cuck and jump off. Yeah. Not go down with a ship like a man. No. He's about to steal like a woman or child's spot. Yeah. Leave the boat yeah. and live the rest of his life in, in exile. Yeah, in a, shame. For, yeah, for being a loser. Yeah. Guess what I watched last night, Tom? Titanic? I don't know. Love Island. Oh, uh, not Love Island. Love Actually. Oh, really? Again, yeah. and it's so good. It holds up. It fucking oath it holds up. Mm. It holds up. It holds up. Better believe it's that. It's a great fucking film. The it's music through movie. it, the score, it's just it's just well done. It's an ensemble. It's an all-star cast. It's an all-star cast. They all bring their own bit to the fucking table, and they just they nail it. Can I wig you out? Yep. You be, are you prepared to be wigged out? Is this like when it was made? I think we talked about this and it wigged me out. Kira Knightley in that movie, very attractive. Mm was only five years older than the kid. I have heard that. I'm That's, like, how is that possible? No, because either that kid was like, either that kid was like 18 and didn't have pubes. She, she was, was, she was 18 and he was 13. I'm like, bruh, he looks like he's seven. I thought he was seven. I thought he was six. Like he could, if he was, if he said I'm in kindergarten, I'd go, yeah. Sure. 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 You want to do some finger painting, dumb, dumb kid? Yeah, yeah. Like, if he wore nappies, I wouldn't be shocked. No. Oh, you did a little poo-poo I'd be like, oh, you're a bit late in the go. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's right. Look, you're a guy. All, like, we, boys, like, like, they're a bit... We all develop different times. You're six Boys are a lot slower, obviously. They are. But, like, wouldn't surprise me if he, if he came up and tugged on his mum's jacket and it said, I've like, just shit myself. I poo-poo my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. apparently... He's got poo running out of his yeah, leg. He's 13. You're trying to tell me he's 13 years old. Look, I don't want to say it, but I will. Like, is that why he got into acting? Because. Well, what else is he? You couldn't well, do it. He couldn't else. stay in the school. He couldn't stay in the schoolyard. No, because it was. It's not just, a thirteen-year-old wearing nappies. No, you can't. He'd be in year seven. Mm. You can't go to high school in nappies, Tom. I mean, you can, Eddie, but I just wouldn't encourage. Well, it. it's not. It's frowned upon. It's frowned upon in the schoolyard. Your contemporaries aren't going to have. They're not going to. They, they're going to have fun with you. Listen, no one's here for bullying. I'm not a brat. But if you're wearing nappies in, when you're 13 you're and, it's, and it's purely because you just haven't got around to not shitting in your pants, yeah. then unfortunately that's on you, dude. Well, you're opening yourself up for criticism and for attack. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. That's just, that's, the, that's like nature though, you know? Well, it's, you know. Don't, don't poo yourself till you're 13 unless it's like a physiologically. like a Obviously, and shout it to people that might because of a himself. medical reason. That's fine. That's fine. But if you're just wearing nappies because you don't want to learn, that's on you. Well, he's a late bloomer. He's a late bloomer. Uh, yeah, that is a wig out, Eddie. That's a big wig out. That's one of the great wig outs. It's been fucking hot, I'll tell you. Have you are you in climate-controlled, air-conditioned house where you don't notice it? No, I, I'm aware that it's hot. It was fucking hot on Sunday. I know that like, you're 36, aware. 36 and a half degrees, 37 it got up to. Windy as well. Yeah. You know that scat summer wind? Yeah, that's why Awful. it comes back to me and gets the hay fever rearing its... Ugly head again. But do I can, I, can I place myself into air-conditioned environments? Yes. Okay. See, I can't. My house, I'm pretty lucky though. My house is pretty cool. Don't you have one? Yeah, but I don't really need it. We needed it in Bondi because it was hotter in the house than outside of the house. It'd be like 43 degrees in our apartment. Well, yeah, we were top floor. 
top floor and for some Open reason, to the elements. But no breeze, which was weird. Anyway, that's why we got that angle. Aircon. It was all angle, dude. Angle of the dangle. But now our apartment is definitely cooler inside than out, but it was just still. Just not a breath of wind. And have you got fans running? Had nothing. I just was like, fuck it, whatever. I kind of liked it. It'd been pissing with rain for so long. It was like, you know, it's part. This is what summer's about sitting in fucking heat and stewing and sweating to a degree. To a degree. The problem I had last night was it was that sort of heat where I felt like I was chafing by, by just sitting there. Yeah, your undies are sticking. Everything's <laughs> sticking to you. Like, even the slightest <laughs> movement, you're like, Okay, just by existing, I'm chafing. <laughs> That's a tough place to be. It's a tough spot to be, right? To, to, to have to wear the fact that you will chafe just by an extension of existing. Just by, just by sitting there. Just by existing in this world, you will chafe. You will chafe. There's nothing you can do about it. Are you a, are you a chafer? Like, do you, would you put yourself in like a camp chafe? Only through exercise if I'm not wearing the appropriate. Do you chafe going about your work? And by that I mean like, I don't know, going to the post office. No. Going shopping. No. Go, like walking to the shops. Are you, will you chafe? Although if I'm in, I guess like... I'm just trying to work out what level of like, how prone to chafing are you? Because I've never chafed sitting on the couch. And I, I'm, not, I'm not here to judge you. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out... How, how we get to that how you get to chafing by merely sitting on the couch <laughs> yes. it's a great question and one that now i realize when i don't get any sort of like yeah me too i'm like oh okay that is me that's all on me i'm a guy that chafes on the couch i get the sweating and like i get all that and like particularly if you've got a leather couch listen here closely puns and dribblers there's no place for leather in Australian homes in summer. There just isn't. No, this isn't a home either, just so you know. We're sitting in a set. This so is a studio yeah. and it's air conditioned. It's air conditioned to bugger. If you don't have air conditioning and you live in Australia in summer, I gotta tell you, I think that buying a leather couch is a poor choice. Dude, I it's think, the worst I think choice. you're opening yourself up for failure. We had for one, chafe. Do you remember at Redfern, uh, downstairs? Yes. When we no first one sat down there, did they? Not in summer, they didn't. We used to. We used, we got it all. We did it up. I don't know if you ever came around. Yeah, we like she did, did it do up it up. It was yeah. like, but there was a leather couch in there when I first moved in, and it was always hot. It was like a windowless basement where I used to sleep, funnily enough, and where <laughs> I developed shingles. But the heat in that fucking thing on a leather couch, and like you'd be going, like I might have actually stuck to this thing now. Like mm. I'm fucking. It's. Need to, someone needs to peel you off. Someone needs to peel me off. You need off. a stick or a rod. Or like a, a huge, an oversized spatula. Yes. Like get under there. And yeah, yeah. Like removing an egg from a pan. Yes, exactly. One that's been given too much time to cook onto the bloody, the thing without well, the oil. Well, you, well you're using a, an enamelous pan. It's an old pan. So either it's old no and the enamel has left this world or you've gone cheap, cheap as shit, shit and you've gone to fucking... Big dub and you've don't gone, you, oh, that pan's $3.50. Don't you reckon Done. sometimes, though, you can get a good pan or at least one that's sold as like, this thing is as non-stick as non-stick gets. Nothing will stick to this thing. And then you get it and you're like, oh, I've been lied to. Like, I didn't pay. Depends. I, it wasn't cheap. High-end stuff isn't going to stick. It's just not. What? How much was oh, the but I think I think you're better. I think you're better off going relatively cheap. Like, you can go to Kmart and get non-stick for fucking not much. And they'll do you right. See, that's where I dis I don't know they do you right. But it's longevity, Tom. It's time. How long can this thing stay in the trenches, getting pounded egg after egg, <laughs> sauce after sauce? Yeah, you're right. So if this, if this burger after burger, if this how is an long opening can it, batter? Yeah, and then also maybe in, in a in a moment of frustration, you're trying to get some fucking you you, you brush it or you flip it with a, a bit of metal like a. And a then scour. a scout, then you've then you've taken off some of the enamel and then it'll spread and now now you're in big trouble. Once there's once some water gets in, once you breach the once wall. once the seal is breached, much like the seal breaching uh, when you're on the beers, mm. it's all over. You're fucked. It's all over Red Rover. How Hope that get, helps. How, yeah, how'd we get there? I don't know. You getting peeled off the couch, covered in sure, rash. Sure, hot, chafe, chafe by sitting. Chafe by millions. So did you chafe by sitting last night? Yeah, you I did. did. I did. Yeah. 
Yeah. I did. Well, at least you're honest about it. I mean, I don't know what to, I don't know how else to be. I don't know how else to be. Now, I think it's recovered overnight. But as I was getting into bed, I would I have like, I would have expected it to. Mm. It's look, it's certainly calmed down. I would have expected it to calm down. Just getting into the sheets. Did you have a shower before bed? Fucking oath. Well, I there did. you go. I think that all helps. Nice all helps. cold shower. Yep, nice and cold. And then a nice cold one this morning. Maybe a I bit think. of talcum powder around the groin. You know what? I haven't had talcum powder for a while, but Have it's... you got some laying around? No. Because it sounds like you might need to it's, get some. I might need to get some on the way home. I think Just so. Nip into a, a, a whatever they're called. A I don't expect days to get cooler, Tom. So and you I'm, need to be prepared. I'm here for that. I tell you, I am. I'm not saying you're not here for it. I'm saying that a bottle of talcum powder is not going to go amiss. No, it's not. It's going to be. It's going to be like I'm baking a cake in my underpants. I will have to whip the fan out though, because I think it has reached a point now where it's like you need a. You need a fan. I tell you what, for chafing, or just for like you know that we're chafing by sitting. If you have a fan next to your bed and you can just angle it on like the air, the problem area. Mm. High intensity wind, yep. full speed. Yep. That is also a way to sort of expedite the recovery process from chafe, I would say, if you've oh, got it overnight. I think it can help. Fans are, it's funny, when you get away from fans, you realize they're more of like a white noise sort of thing for me, a fan. Like the, the ones that are on stilts as opposed to like a ceiling fan. Because they're quite. They're not very effective if it's really hot and humid and they don't give you the full immersive experience of wind rushing over the whole body. It's so like you prefer one... a ceiling fan? Yes. I find the ceiling fan less I like effective. ceiling fans because I feel like I'm getting the whole... You're getting... My whole bod's getting done at once as yes. opposed to like it's moving up my body from one area to the other. Which... Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, but see now this is, this is where you need to... You maybe look. You're a bit younger than me. Haven't seen as many winters or summers in this case, but there are ways for you to angle a fan that will get you full body blasted if you want to. I also find the ceiling fan doesn't have the same power. Like you need to have. I need to be getting like. Oh, I just. Oh, I just. Oh, I disagree. Ceiling fans are fucking. If it's like above you. You can get them to pound you, bro. It depends. I think also maybe there's a little less... I think I know what I'm going to get from a fan on a stand, whereas a ceiling fan can be hit and miss. Particularly if it's old and it's loose. Yes. And it makes that sound and you're like, uh, like that's thing, not going to be... That's not good enough. It's not good enough and it could be unscrewing as we speak and it's going to fall down. Surely the they fall all the time. I would think so. But there'd be probably cords more than anything else that hold them up there wires and shit sure not the point if you have your your set your fan stand at the end mm. of your feet facing back up at you yep. you get a it pushes the length of your body it's a different type of full body air eddie it's not well, it's, a top well, it's more it's more uh perpendicular sure if we want i don't know if that's the case i don't know i don't think per, what's perpendicular is that like... Oh, look. It's not... It's perpendicular like how angles work. Like Insert that. the correct term here. We've certainly it's lost ourselves. It's more up it's, it's up ya. It's up your wind. <laughs> <laughs> instead of down ya. On ya. On ya. It's up ya instead of on ya. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, whereas in ya is different again. In ya completely different. That's um. That's like. Well, usually you need someone blowing. You need someone to be blowing it in you. Yeah, yeah. And that less about cooling down. Well, yeah. Some in some cases more about getting high. Yes. Like um, a good Melvings in your wind. Oh yeah, a good a good Melving. <laughs> yeah, if you want a good, if it's in you, you get melved. That's that's what we do know. That we can say with complete certainty but this is up your wind this is up yeah and i prefer on ya. yeah yeah and i think neither of us chomping at the bit to have in your wind (laughs) at this point (laughs) no we're not ruling out not not on monday to fucking 9 30 nah dude christmas around the corner you know and no disrespect uh to anyone that is you know sort of pro in your wind finds themselves there's no judgment here no hate 
No hate. And look, uh, this time of year, festive, everyone's letting their hair down. You're probably seeing more in your win than we have. Yes. You, you get know. a few weeks off from work, hopefully. Yeah. It's almost in your win season. It is in your win season. <laughs> and that's kind of why we're bringing it up. We're drawing attention to the fact that it is in your wind. It's in your wind is real wind. And <laughs> it just depends on, you know, it's, it's, it's wind uh, plus, you know. <laughs> Yeah, win plus plus. Yeah, it's, it's uh, anyway. Um, anyway, <laughs> hope that helped in some way. Uh, <laughs> Where to from there? Um, Did I have anything else to report? How was your weekend, mate? Big. Yeah, it seemed like it was large. Were you out yesterday as well? No. Okay. Friday, no. Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Doing what? Ripping and tearing. That's nice. Couple of lunches. Yeah. Very good stuff. Loved it. Loved it? Loved every second of it. And how are you now? I'm all right. I'm actually not too bad. The light, the nights weren't too late. Like, lunches? See, it's funny, right? Like, I can... I'm better served, personally, going from fucking 12 o'clock in the day, but then wrapping it up at, like, 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Than I am going from six o'clock till four, five, five, six, seven. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that makes sense. That puts that shit puts me in a body bag. If I go to bed at two and I get up at like ten, I'm like, bro, I'm sweet. Yes, I'm like, I'm good to go. And I'm no prob- problem. I'm probably more like a, if I get to bed at twelve because I've I won't unless I play like a fucking get out of jail free card of which I don't have many of those. Do you have any left? Uh, yeah, I haven't used any yet. Thought you'd use one. No. You keep saying they're work days, don't you? Well, th- that's the reality. There's only one time where I've done it, and that was after the staff thing, we, like the, the Chrissy party. No, there was one other time, definitely. I just can't recall what it was. Trust me, I have n- I've never needed to use it. And I'm like, to be honest, hindsight being what it is now that we've had time this for those of you who don't know steph for my father's day gave me like a fucking bender and a day off afterwards card i'm like am i ever going to be able to use this thing i don't know what you reckon it's bullshit i don't think it's bullshit i'm just trying to like think about a way where it's like i've never really th- had a moment to use it yet but are you implying that she won't let you use it no 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 void no i'm saying put it this way right like if you had a bucks party do I need a special get out of jail free card for a Bucks party? Or is that just like, yeah, it's life. Go enjoy it. Or if there's one where it's like, oh, the boys are calling on a fucking Friday night and I want to go get belted. It's a really last minute thing. I feel like that's probably the better use for it. It's like, God, I'm really sorry. No, I think it's, I think it's like, the last minute play I think, of the card. I think if you go to the pub at like five o'clock for a couple of scoops and then you're just really enjoying them, really enjoying yeah, them. Chats flying, yeah. boys are on one and you get... You pick up on a vibe there and then that it's going to be something special's in the air, and that you need to lean <laughs> into it. That's when you get on the blow about ten thirty. <laughs> Steph, I'm using it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. What you were probably wondering why I haven't answered my phone? Yeah, All right, look, I understand there's thirty missed calls, but I'm here to tell you that the I'm, card's been played. It's, it's been played, <laughs> and and you now need to not be angry at me. Like that's the card. Well, is just, the card look, is freedom. <laughs> the card is freedom. Yeah. It was given to me as a gift. It, it's, from where I'm sitting, it's still fucking... It's still valid. It's still valid. Yeah. It's not void yet. So stiff shit. That's, I think, the way I to think do that's it. the way to do it as well. 100%. You don't do it for a box. That's, do you know what I mean? I was thinking, like, you don't forward plan something like that and you're like, oh, I'll use the card. And it's like, no, you need to play this card. Like, no. Here it is. We're getting fucked up. Exactly. Um, again, I feel like... Do you remember Fifty First Dates, the movie with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, where it's like fucking the memory's not there? Do you remember that guy where it's like, hi, I'm Tom, and then 30 seconds later he comes back up and he says he's introduced himself and his yep. memory's only 30 seconds? Yep. That's what I feel like my memory has been like for this podcast to this point. I have no idea what we're talking about and I have no idea how we got to where we have multiple times on multiple occasions. That's all right, mate. I'll, uh, I'll lead us through. But that was my weekend. Are you well? Do you feel fine? Feel good. That's good. Feel tip-top. Are you going home? Going to Dubai. When? Tomorrow. Fucking nice. Getting in the car, cruising back, me and the tonk. Not fruits? No. Nah. 
she it's actually technically my year with her family but i haven't seen my family all year so i'm like stiff shit that's fair yeah covid I think, bro i think that's fair so me and my sister drive back big tonk he's coming too he tonk's a it. country dog at heart he loves it out there he's bro. a city dog but he's like but, but he, well i guess maybe you try to maybe more instill country values in a city dog but he's a city dog yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fucking pretend like he is no he's not he's he's a city he's dog, a, he's a city dog. Most country dogs live outside their whole lives. He would not last five seconds outside by himself. He'd be devastated. So he's a city dog, but he enjoys the country. Yeah. He enjoys it. Like, they've got a backyard that opens up to the golf course, and as soon as he gets there, he just, like, fucking loses it, just runs around the backyard, having Loving the time of his life. Yeah, hadn't seen he's that like, much space. He's just like, there's so much space, and it's so flat. Yeah. And it's just a lot of fun. I can just run around. And there's, like, birds and shit, and squirrels. Not squirrels, but you know what I mean. May as well be. Bandicoots. Bandicoots, shit like that. So he's pumped. Yeah, that's good. Oh, he's fucking Well, pumped. that's exciting. That's exciting. What are you doing, buddy? What are you up to? Nothing. You going to tune it? No, 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 no. Hanging. No tune it? Bruh, children of a young age, I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to be able to like <whistles> park it. What are you doing for Christmas? Steph's family coming over in the morning. Then I'm going to my mum's in the Arva. Children sleep at some point during the day there. I am now. Do you have to take like a fucking. Where do they sleep? In a travel pram? cot. Travel cot. Travel cot. You're have you figured that thing out? I have. You saw me the first night. I was trying to put it up, and I wanted to put it in a fucking. Yeah, I've seen it. It was a frustrated Tom. It was, but no, I've got it now. Even though that thing got the better of you, it did, and it still does. And it's a stupid fucking design, and it's not as simple as just flick it, and it's all fucking there. It's like you need to basically like know, you know, like to be a black belt in jujitsu to get this thing up which I am technically not, but, you know, I know how to move around. Um, you could roll. I could roll if I had to. Uh, so fuck that thing. Yeah, Christmas, mums, family coming over, silly season. I'm now, before silly season's even started, Steph and I hit rock bottom from like a lifestyle. You know, like it's New Year, it's like, all right, New Year, resolutions, let's get fit, let's not fucking... <coughs> We already hit rock bottom on the weekend. How? We went out, had a lovely... It was like, we like to do like an end of year sort of like lunch. Just the two of us. Zoe there asleep. But like reflect on the year. Been a big year. All that sort of shit. Went to Garfish in Manly. Phenomenal. Seafood restaurant. Phenomenal. Went and had a big fucking banquet. Seafood banquet. Caught the ferry. All this shit. Came back. It's just about us not being able to say no to like sugar basically we get back you or her do you convince her no i think we're both as bad as each other but i'm worse which doesn't make sense but like we're both bad so there was ice cream in the fridge that she'd got like a couple of nights ago yeah that she didn't think i knew about but i'd been low-key pilfering on the daily just like walk past quick whip a spoon out <laughs> Just pill for a little fucking, just poke like a spoon of ice cream here or there. Yeah. Then she's like, oh, I've got a surprise in the fridge. She doesn't think I know about it. And I go, it's the ice cream. I've been eating it for two days. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what? I'm like, it's the fucking ice cream. I already know about it. It's not gonna How be would you not know about it? I'm like, there's, there's not going to be as much as you think in there. I just want to forewarn you. I, it's, I've been aware of it. She's like, how the fuck did you know that was in there? I'm like, I drink tequila every night on ice. I see the ice cubes. I've been parlaying a bit of tequila into a bit of ice cream. <laughs> She's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Which is a fair response. She then goes out. She sees that there really isn't much there. She finishes it. But then she, and this is on her, orders us another tub. Uber Eats. Now we're sitting on the couch. 20 minutes later when it arrives. Hot fucking saturday night full to the brim on seafood and cocktails as well as dad ordering some sushi when he got home and then we just pound this other <laughs> fucking thing into the ground pound it cookies and cream connoisseur pound 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 to the point where as you know me i go we're finishing this thing like <laughs> I'm like I'm like fucking Denzel Washington in Remember the Titans with like a rev up speech about how we're gonna fucking pound this ice cream. We are not going to bed with this thing. No, nah. we're not enjoying it tomorrow. No, nah, you got to do. It's now. Yeah, the time is now. Yeah, 
Get the big spoons out. Get Fuck the, the spoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need tablespoons. Get me the tablespoons. You teaspoon out here? We got no, problems. We got real problems. That's going to take too long. This is about <laughs> speed. This isn't about taste anymore. Anyway, yeah. we fucking pump it. And then the next day, both just woke up feeling so ashamed of ourselves <laughs> and feeling like so unwell. You know, like if you have like a really unhealthy... Mate, those connoisseurs aren't small. Dude, it was a There's fucking... There's a bit going on there. Like a, like a, I don't know, is it a litre? Probably not a litre. I don't oh, know. I reckon it's a litre. A litre? I reckon. I'll, I'll go with a litre. Well, think about a litre milk. Yes. It's about a litre. I think it might be more. It but ice be. cream, maybe it has different density. Who knows? I'd say it's comfortably a litre. I'm comfortable with a litre. And we just were like, what's wrong with this, dude? Like, what's wrong with this? And then we're like, we sort of spoke about it as being the... Like, it was such a ravenous moment. Yeah. Where, like, you don't well, even it was really a moment. Think, it was a moment of passion. Passion. You don't even think about it. And then before you know it, you're both just laying there yeah. like, what have yeah. we done? Yeah. Running out of... You're out right of path. Yeah. So... And the guilt sets in. The guilt and the guilt yeah. set in big, big time. But it also just felt sick. Like you've eaten so much shit. So that's why you saw me pounding the pavement yesterday in fucking 300 degree heat to try and punish myself. I, like I saw that. I'm like, is this boy playing dress ups? It looked like is I was. He's trying to wall pull the punter on the dribbler, yeah. or well, is, this, is this legit? Michael Pride has my sunnies. These are not sunnies you can run in that I am wearing. Dude, I thought you looked good. Yeah, dude. I thought I looked fucking You look sun safe as well? Yeah. Just ready to rip and tear. Ready to rip and tear. I, my goal how much, was to run. How much did you pack it out? I, my goal was 5Ks. Yep. Ran three. And walked two or just packed it up? Well, I, to be honest, I was, I haven't, I, I dropped off for like a week of exercise and pounded vapes into the earth for that week. You and I had been on a bit of a vape binge. Maybe that's normal for you, not for me. Well, it's certainly escalated. Yeah, it, like it was, I was rolling vape into vape, you know what I mean? Like yeah. usually it's like, oh, that one's finished, right? I'm not going to do it anymore for a while. This was like, that one's finished, fucking give me another one. So it was tough on the lungs. I didn't even run three straight. I had to stop. <laughs> I tell you what, your fitness goes like that. So quick. I went dude. for a run the other day with Hugh and I was like, this is tough going. Yeah. This is really tough going. It's funny how your mind works. I start running and I'm like, I'm fucking feeling good. And that was the first like 35 meters. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm no, no, no. fucking feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling light on my feet. This oh is great. My. Oh, no, I'm not. No. No, no. There's no, the back no, pain. No, no, there's no, the knees. And then you labored for three Ks on and off. On and just off. trundled. It was the it Was, the was it just a, a classic trundle? It was a classic trundle. What, trundling. seven, seven and a half? No, I think I finished out at about sixes. That's all right. I'm cool with it. And then I did the, I finished on this big set of stairs in Rose Bay, which are absolute, like it's the, it's which the scoutest, the big motherfuckers. yeah, yeah. yeah. And the embarrassing thing there was that there was a woman who was walking up ahead of me with her dog. And you never caught her. No, I overtook her. But then I overtook her early on in the going. But as the stairs got, like, as you progress, I was, like, my speed and my cadence and everything was just falling through the floor. And to the point where you're so tired, like, you misstep. Yeah. I start to, like, almost collapse. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, thank God there's a railing there. I had to keep like grabbing it because I'm like, actually... I'm like my foot slipping off a step or some yeah, shit yeah. as I'm trying to get up to the top. I was like, <laughs> man, get me home. This is fucked. Get, it, get this man home. Anyway, so that's me. I've hit rock bottom. I know it's still silly season. I think it's more just about like eating, pounding. I think, I think there's, the can I be honest with, with an old friend? Yeah. I think there's still room to fall. <laughs> I don't think we're at the bottom yet. You don't think we found the floor? I don't think so. I fucking hope you're wrong. I know what's I know what's coming up. I know I know the food that's going to be on offer. Yeah. The access to food. Yeah, I just think it's about like not ordering liters of ice cream. I understand house. that. I just I think that, you know, that that period <laughs> that we're getting towards like sort of, you know, Christmas Eve through to New Year's, there's there's a lot of room for vulnerability. Yeah. And, and for and for weakness, for weakness, and that's where I'm in a weak state right now. Like I am weak, <laughs> I am weak. And my mother-in-law, I just, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so confident. I'm that you're not. At the bottom. I'm, well, I'm, I'm confident-ish. My mother-in-law, she's, I love her to death, and she knows. Like, so she brought over like Ferrero shares a couple of weeks ago. Criminally underrated. Ferrero they shares. are probably the greatest chocolate going around, and I again have a problem that we've it was well documented on this show well we've just spent 20 we've minutes just spent on 20 it. minutes on it i finished them all what you finished the double decker the do, it was eight 
So eight. Four. Usually it's sixteen. Wouldn't it be eight and eight? Yeah, eight and eight. So it's sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I meant like eight on top, eight on the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I pounded them. I think Steph got one away, and then I ate them all. And she was like, "What the fuck's wrong?" And how long? An hour. I don't know. Not that long. But like, you just got to walk. Every time you walk into the kitchen, they're there. Oh, I'll take two more. I'll take four. I'll take three. I I I get it. They're not hard to do. No, they're not hard. To do. But now she and they're like, there's a lot the of air in them. There is. Yeah, yeah. They're not that dense. No. They're fucking good. But anyway, now she brings them over all the time and I'm assuming that's going to be the same for the, this sort of next period. So there's a real danger point for me in Ferrero shares. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ferrero shares will get you. I actually think they might be the greatest chocolate going around. Like, they're a bit more brassery, I know. They're not your day-to-day. They're certainly not day-to-day. I don't think that you can be a daily Ferrero share operator. No. I think that's that not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's a little... It's, they're not the cheapest chocolate. No. So, obviously, they take a whack out of the pocket, but they are a special occasion chocolate. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Now, you could say, well, if they're so good, why don't you eat them all the time? Sometimes part of you knows that it's nice to hold things back. Mm. Like, you're not drinking fucking Dom Perignon every day. No, you're not. We could. We could do it. We could. Tom and I could. We're at the top of the heap. We could if we wanted to, but we don't. We like to, we like to look forward to things. To our Dom Perignon. That's right. Same with the Frero. You're like, oh, it's Christmas time. It's that time of year. It's this, we're celebrating. Mm. Get the Ferreros out. Get the Ferrero yeah. shares out right now. But now, my current situation, at least for the last few weeks, I've been basically eating them like once a week. Every Friday, I just pound Ferrero shares because Steph's mum comes around and I see him. She brings them over. So how many Fridays in a row have you pounded 16? <laughs> no, only the one I'd pounded them all. But in fairness, I'd probably pound most of them every week. And I'll like, obviously, hey, anyone want one? Good, everyone's had their, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Should we talk sport at yeah, some point on this fucking cricket. podcast? Let's talk some cricket. Eddie Ashes cricket. When we talk it, we do it for KO. Uh, the home of Ashes cricket is obviously Fox cricket, but you can get Fox cricket on KO. Uh, we thank them for their support. How are you seeing it, chum? We're going to win it today. We're going to win the second test today. We need six wickets. So, obviously, it starts about 3 o'clock, Australian Eastern Daylight Time. AEDT? I think 4.30, 4.45, something like that. I think it's all over. CNR. You think it that quick? Yeah, I think so. I think they roll over. They're fucking English and they're weak. And they are weak, dude. And we're on top and we're ripping and we're tearing. Is there anything sadder? And it's as simple as that. Is there anything sadder? I think it might be the saddest thing I've ever seen in, in, the, in the history of Ashes cricket is pace bowler Ollie Pope coming on to bowl offies. Now, he wasn't that bad in fairness to Ollie Pope. No, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. But Joe Root, weak English boy, got hit in the ribs or something with a cricket ball. You know, David Warner plays on in that situation in this test. He comes back and plays, whereas, you know, Root's like, oh, I've got to sit down. Me, me ribs are hurt. Can't bowl spin. So then Ollie Pope. Ollie Robinson. Robinson. Who cares? Puts on the speed dealers and gets to... Gets to turning it. Gets to turning them. Well... Not really, but bowling. Trying to land them. I was like, what the fuck? Me and Noobs were watching, and I was like, what in the fuck are we watching here? I think it was the first... I was listening on the radio. Uh, on like I was listening to BBC Test Podcast because I like to get the other side's opinion. Yes. Of where they're sitting. Yes. It's like the first time... That a team has t- uh, you seven different wicket takers since like eighteen ninety six or some shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because like Milan got a bowl, yeah. he got his first Test wicket. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking basically the whole side got a wicket. <laughs> That's Root, where they And then Root did come on and bowl, and he was taking him. He can bowl all right. Like Joe. Anderson took one wicket. Is that it? In the f- how many has he taken for the whole Test match? Two, three. Not many. Not many at all. Dude, they are pathetic. Yeah, jo- three in the whole team. Three. Josh Butler, of where the fuck's your H fame, yeah. has taken seven of 12 catches. Dude. He's dropped five. He's dropped five. And he's taken some screamers. He's he- dropped five catches. Kerry's 10 of 10. Is he 10 of 10? There you go. Yeah. That's the difference. Like, I mean, if you want to look at sort of just like a figurehead of failure... Then look no further than, than Josh, Josh. Josh like, Butler. He just he encapsulates the whole side. Yeah. Weakness everywhere. Another fun fact for you, Tom. They've got English. The English side 
English test side has 49 ducks this calendar year. The record's 54. I think we could get close. That'd be great. That would be, imagine a The record in the history of test cricket is 54. Is 54 by who? England, 1998. Not even that long ago either. 49 ducks this calendar year. That is outrageous. Dude. That is outrageous. That is outrageous. Okay, so we can still we could knock over a couple of ducks. That's what I'm saying. Today. We get a couple today and then we've still got another test. The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. They'd be the Mighty Ducks. They'd be the Mighty Ducks. They'd be the mightiest ducks of all time. Yeah. I reckon there's a couple of ducks today. I think maybe one or two. That gets us to fifty one with three short, two innings. Brad doable. So doable. And so that yeah, and so it's in a calendar year, isn't it? So we've only got one more test. We've got six wickets to get here and then another whole test. Yeah, to get some ducks, though. To get five ducks. To get our ducks in a row. Six, six, for, the, six for the win. Seems like a lot of ducks, but you've got to remember we're playing the English. Yeah, who suck. Who suck. Who are awful. So I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not that wigged out about it. No, I'm not. Joe Root, like, I don't... It, I know that he's the number one test batter in the world, apparently. Like, you know, if a lot you, of a lot of runs this year. He's a lot got of like, runs. I think he's got sixteen hundred, only four bats. I think he's got done. more than a thousand runs m- more than their second best this year. Who, yeah, who's it's it was fucking I think it's Rory Burns who got yeah, like four hundred. Yeah. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. That's where they're at. They're yeah. fucking appalling. But Joe, he got he got hit in the groin. Yeah, that's you know he was injured yesterday because he got hit in the groin in the nets. Oh, is it groin? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was ribs. He went for checks. Oh, no. And then got got hit again. It wasn't his ribs. Oh, bruh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to apologise to Joe for that because no one wants a shot like that. Well, it's funny you say followed that. Followed up by another it's shot. It's funny you were saying that because I was saying today, like I was in this podcast, I was listening to that, like, it's funny the first time, but no one laughs the second time. No way, bro. I yeah, didn't yeah. know that it happened again. Yeah, yeah, Like his nuts oh. have been through the ringer. <laughs> They've been vaporised. Yeah, 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 There wouldn't be much left. No, man. You no, know, like no. in uh, Independence Day when that alien ship just comes in and blows up the White House? Yes. Like that... Laser is Starks bowling and yep. the White House is Joe Root's ball. Well, it's 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 the Kookaburra, really, as well. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because you got one in throwdowns. That's true. And they, were, and they were saying, why wasn't he wearing pads and shit? Like, why wasn't he wearing protection in the nets? The ball's well, still... Because he's, he's, he's obviously high on confidence, even though he can't fucking get a ton in the nation. He's still batting well, though, right? Like, he bats well and then Cam Baggy Green... He's just, just under incredible pressure. Out last ball last night. Like, what a loser. But he was injured. Do you know what I mean? No. No, but I nah. mean... No, nah. I'm with you. I'm just loser. saying... Loser. No, oh, of course he's a loser. <laughs> I'm just saying that he's up against it. Yeah. Not only is he a loser, he's also contending with the fact that his nuts have been vaporised. Yeah, he's... That his team sucks. That he's trying to skipper this team of fucking losers who Outside can't. of Stokes. They're all losers. I, I, uh, I love... I was pissing myself on... Was it Friday? Went for a couple of Arvo scoops, potentially one where I should have played a card. But on the way, I was listening to uh, 2G, oh, was it fucking Grandstand? And just how much Ian Chappell hates Joe Root as at least a captain. He's like, he just kept going. He's like, I think it was after um, Ollie Robinson got Marnus out for another no ball and mm. they had to bring him back. And he was like, it was like bad captains rarely have good luck, and you know how much you know how bad of a captain I think Joe Root is. But even for a bad captain, he's having some bad luck. <laughs> I was like, I was like, holy shit, that is. Well, it's it's brutal. funny. Like I don't understand. I love the game, but I don't understand it on that nuanced level where like the the bowling changes and the fielding changes and shit's harder for me to pick up on. Same. But everyone that knows it well, intricately, all says the same thing. They're like, Joe Root is a fucking awful captain. <laughs> like, does not know what he's doing. Bowling changes make no sense. He's feeling ch- I, I mean, just look at him, though. There's nothing about him that's inspirational. He's not a leader of man. Leader, like- he's not a leader of man. I think it's just, it's this, it's this, it's a classic case of let's pick our best player as captain as opposed to who is a leader of men. Yeah. Who is going to lead men into battle here? Do we ben think Stokes, it's Stokes? Yeah. Fucking oath, yeah. bro. He's a leader. 100%. And 
if you just let Joe Root be this prodigious batter that we've been led to believe he is, yes. that we rarely see. We don't see it. So that's why we everyone else is it. like, he's the best batter. Like, we're not, wait, we've never seen I've it. I've never seen it. I've never seen a good batter. How many tons, how many Ashes tons has he got? None. Oh, well, sorry, in Australia he's got none. Check I don't, how many think, I don't feel like he's got that many in England. Did he, he didn't get one last time with there, did he? My memory is shot to shit. Shot I to be able shit. To tell you. Can you check that, Matty? He has got three hundreds against Australia. Not that many. Not that many. How like many? it's a, a few. That's a, in twenty six games. So fifty innings. Yeah. But no, but consider that he's supposed to be this prodigious talent. Three hundreds and fifty innings is shit. Smudge has got how many? Has Smudge got Ashes. He'd be like seven, maybe. Eight? Do you know what's crazy? Oh, we were talking about this, weren't we? Yeah, we were when we were doing the live stream. Record-breaking. Um, just about David <laughs> Warner, 24 test tons, and he's got out in the 90s twice. He'd be on 26. That's one behind Smudge. He's in a complete... He's already in another level, but, like, 26 tons. Smudge, if he got his, he's 20, but, like, it just would have put him in a completely different... You're fucking almost... You're knocking on the door of 30, which is Yeah, Ados. then you're knocking on the door. Yeah. Smith has 11 Ashes hundreds. So Holy that's shit. The com- Bro, he's got 11. And how many How many less than like Steve War has he played? I think it's like him and Steve War, is it him and... Wow, Smudge has more Ashes hundreds in England. Yeah, he yeah. stands up over Yeah, him. yeah, he fucking goes with the big lift. He, well, he delivers. What do you say, Steve War? So I think it's like just maybe most Ashes hundreds for Australia. I think it's Bradman and then it's like Smudge. They were also saying in this podcast that Smudge has like a disgusting amount of catches to his name. Like catches that no one usually has unless you're a wicket keeper. As in because he's just good at catching as opposed to... Like he to never, he never, he never no, grasped. He grasped one last he night. He did. But then he came spin. back and took... That's also what I was like... Like he rarely grasped. You it. see the catches, the slips take, even like the regulation slips catches and you're like, that is fucking elite catching. Like, it's not easy to catch things. Like, your reaction time is so... Has to be so sharp. I think Australia's dropped two catches in the whole series. Stark and Smudge. And they were both yesterday. And England's dropped, like, 11. Dude. Catches win matches, dude. Yeah, dude. Catches win matches. Steve Smith has 129 catches in 151 innings. There you go. The man can catch. The man can catch his dick off. Oh, the man can catch his dick off. He can catch, catch. He's been great. As skipper, Phil and Skip. He's been great. He's been unbelievable. It's good to know that he's there, like, because there will be, a, there'll be like Bowler maybe getting in, like, Pat might break down at some point or whatever, but Smudge being back there, I'm happy with. I'm cool with it. Some people may not be, I'm cool with it. I also think Dave at some point should have just his, like, leadership ban overturned. Fuck it. Has he got one? No, he's like, you can never captain again, never lead again. But why would he? What le, what le, what leadership role do you have him in? I uh, I don't know necessarily. ODI. What's Aaron Finch doing? What's he done for me lately? I don't know. T twenty. Well, you want to make him T twenty captain? I don't care. That's really. Pretty... I don't care. I just more think like, all right, is he done? An, like, are we are we past that now? You're saying more as like a just in general. Well, as like a sign that we've moved past. Yeah. Him. Like a nod. Do we forgive? You can be captain if we were to give it to you, which we won't. Which we won't. But, you, but you you're eligible. A, yeah, you don't have that mark on your name. Yeah. You're not marked. No. Um, yeah, have you got most Ashes tons for Australia? Yes. Um, Smith is second. With 11. So who's it? Bradman? Bradman, Smith, then Steve Waugh. Have you got, like, what was Steve Waugh? How many innings have you got? Can you see that? So, like, Smith from how many innings? Steve Waugh from how many innings? Because that's what's fucking crazy. Steve War, I believe, had fuckloads. So Steve Smith has eleven hundreds in fifty-one innings, whereas Steve War had ten hundreds in seventy-two innings. So twenty more innings. Bang, 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 bang. And Smudge should add another one. He should have. He should have. He should have twelve ashes tons. Yeah, he should have twelve. Do you think that it's fair for you to like? Have you apologized again to David Warner? Have you got in touch with him personally? I have. We've straightened it out. We've straightened it That's out. That's good. I sent over some flowers, some Frero shares. That's nice. That's classy. Flowers for Candy. It was one of the great Ray shares for time. David. Yeah. He understands it. He knows that I was, you know, I'd had a couple of margies in a can. I was excited. You'd had a fucking, you'd had more than a couple of margies in a can. You were, you were margied up. Margied to the teeth. Yeah. But it and, was good fun. But he knows I, you know, 
He when knows. you get a couple of margies in you, that's what you do. Well, I was excited. Mm. I was just pumped up. I know I put the knocker in. I understand that. I've owned my mistakes. And I've reached out to David personally. He understands. He's accepted my apology. He said it's frustrating. He would have liked a ton. I said, I understand that. Mm. But I'd, I was muggied up. Yeah, I was, yeah, he had to take that into consideration. And he took it into consideration. Oh, that's good. He was a gentleman about it. That's classy from David. Yeah, it was classy. Oh, that's, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Um, baggy green can bowl a bit. Baggy green, I'm going to go out and say it, has the potential, Tom, to be one of the greatest all-rounders to have ever played the game of cricket. They're comparing him to a young Freddie Flintoff, the way he steams in. Bro, he bowls quick. He was the second fastest bowler. Gets into the 140s, yeah. bro. Not just gets in there. That's where he sits. That's like his baseline. He was, I don't think he dropped below. like His average was 142 the whole fucking... They were saying last year, like, in India, like against India last summer, he was coming in about a bit limp-dicked, coming in a bit flaccid. Yeah. He's got a bowl to pilot. They've sorted him out. He's coming in. He's steaming in now. Yeah. And he's hitting the fucking pitch with a bit of purpose. Yeah. And people are finding him hard to play. He comes out in the second dig, gets 30-odd or 40. Like, was he not out? Can't remember. He was not out. You love to see that. Yeah. Because if he can start scoring runs this series based off what he's doing with the ball, fucking oath, yeah. bro. And That's he's what young they're all saying as, as well. You're hearing all these 22. You're hearing the commentators, they're like, like, obviously, if he wasn't bowling well, there'd be a bit of, he'd be in a bit of curry. But it's like, he's bowling really well. He's got Joe Root out twice. I think he got Milan out. I don't know. But it's like, oh, okay, we know he can bat. You see, he's like, he's scoring big scores but in he's the shield. But he's taken big wickets. Yes, he's big taken names. big dog wickets. He's not just cleaning up a tail, bunch of losers. He's a legitimate four-seamer. Yeah. Speaking of... If you got four-seamers, bro, fucking good luck. Yeah, good luck. No, sincerely good luck. No, good luck. No, you like... Tack onto, no, but you tack onto that fucking three of the top five best batsmen on the planet or three of the top six... Mm. Good luck. Good luck. Manus has now got the record for most 50s in 20 tests. Did you see 18 his, 50s. Did you see his first inning scores since the Ashes? Have you seen that graphic? Yeah. Dude, that is fucking insanity. Yeah, yeah. He averages 70-odd. Where is it, Han? It might even be on the KO Instagram, Matty. In, in, the in his first 20... Innings. Yeah, it's the first, the most recent post. Can you just... Oh, oh fuck it, I'll just read it out. So, Marnus's first inning scores since Lords 2019. 74, 67, 48, 185, 162, 143, 63, 215, 47, 48, 91, 108, 74, 103. And now 50-something. And then 50. Well, no, first innings. Oh, so... So he averages 83 in the first innings. And that's what? going back to his debut. Dude, like, that is insanity. Those numbers are psycho. And he scores them, Tom, when it means something. Joe Root doesn't... Like, oh, yeah, fucking Joe Root's, you know, he scored another ton against the West Indies. I'm like, I don't care about that. Sorry. Why does that matter? Stop bringing that up. There's yeah. only one thing that really matters if you're English or Australian. It's the Ashes. Yeah. That's the be all and end all. Sorry, bro, but it is. And if you're not scoring runs there, does anyone give a shit? Nope. Because I don't. Shout out to Mitchell Stark of needed to stand up and spearhead the attack and did so. Well, he loves the pink, he loves the pink seed. He loves the pink seed, but Pink's it was more color. than this. It was more than that because the, the country boy was out. Pat Cummins, Omicron, close contact. Can't play. You're bringing in Jahai. You're bringing in Michael Nessa. Both have done well, but it's like we needed Mitch to and and Gaz. But we need him to stand up and fucking go. All right, we're the two leaders now. And, and leaders they were. Leaders they were. And leaders they are. Yeah. Speaking of pink ball, Manus has played five day night tests and only in two innings has he not scored fifty. Loves the pink seed, dude. It's it's just good to know when you go like Smudge is thirty two. He can still play for another four or five years. Warner, 35, he doesn't have a lot more left in him. But, like, to know that we, we've we got it, the next generational throbber is just yeah. there, strapped in, locked and loaded. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked if Warner retired at the end of the summer. I heard an interview with him the other day, and he was sort of like, I'm not, I don't have long left, I don't have long left. Like, sort of, like, maybe alluding to it almost. In the test arena. Surely he'd still be doing IPL and fucking... Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't shock me. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. 
Toby knocks up from some other, and he's st- but he's still playing well. Like he's still getting nineties. It's kind of. I think like, it's more about the traveling. Yeah, and fucking kids and shit. You know, shit. couldn't yeah, be bothered. Yeah, yeah. Running out of puff. Yeah, I get it. Running out of puff. Anyway, and it sometimes is, you want to go on your own terms, Tom. Yeah, you don't want to get dropped. Exactly. Or have like a dick pic released. I will say this, and I and I, I feel bad for Tim Payne. But God damn it, we sport moves quick. Dude, can I wig you out? I haven't thought about him for weeks. He hasn't come into my mind. Until you said that then, I probably wouldn't have thought about him till the end of the summer. <laughs> I don't mean that but with any disrespect. No. It just, life moves on life pretty moves fucking on, quickly. He, he's not coming back. He's not coming back. It's done. He fucking, Alex Carey's like, brah. Sorry, dude, I just smacked a 50 and I haven't dropped a catch all summer. No, like it's, we're all good here. Yeah. Thank you. And right. we all know it was Tim's last summer anyway. Or do we bring him back for the fifth test in Hobart as like a thanks for everything? We want to win 5 0, and I'm not saying it really changes anything, but no. If Kerry, what, you fucking drop Kerry? I'm just saying, would you do that as a nod for, th- for getting us through one of the most difficult periods in, in Australian cricket? It would be is nice. That, is that worth something? I get it, Eddie. Like, I like that uh, to a degree, but I also like foot on the throat 5 0, fuck ya. Yeah. He's, but like he has been, he averages fucking in the 40s, doesn't he? Which for no, a no, keeper definitely is pretty not. good. No, he averages low 30s, I think, but still good. Look, I'll bring him back if you want. All I'm saying is life moves pretty fast and Tim Payne was the captain of the country at the start of the summer. Now I don't even think about him. I'm all about the bronze skin of Alex Carey. No, I don't think about him. Also, Travis Head really turning me on. Travis head with that 50. I look away for two seconds. I go to the fridge. I come back. Trav's on 50. Yeah. I needed that in the first innings, Trav, but that's all right. But we didn't. For my betting, I did. Right. Sure. I was fucking, what, seven runs off? 27.50. A Smith 100 into Stark four wickets, first innings. Yeah, see, that's good. I was, I was, that, that bet was never going to come off of me. I had Labashane, Smith, and uh, Head over 30 runs. Each and head got fucking 15 or something. So he fucked me a little bit, but that's all right. But he came back with purpose. He came back with purpose. 50 runs. Thanks for coming. Now, where do we look to? We look to 5 0. Mm. Punters and dribblers. Tom and I said it at the start of the season, we have always been common to 5 0. Rain pending is about the only way I see this been a draw if we lose days and days. Yeah. Which is possible, obviously, living in El Nena or La Nena, whatever the fuck it is. But the English suck. It's as simple as that. Yeah. They're not at our level. Everyone pretends like they are because they want to sell tickets and sell fucking but seats. But they just, they're we, not. Through the, we see through the bullshit. They're losers. We see through it. They have no idea what they're doing. I see weakness everywhere and they stink. So chalk up another 5 nil, please. Yeah. Chalk and then, up another And then five. it'll be the last time they won a test would have been 2010. 2011, early January. They won the Sydney test. The last time they won a test in Australia. 10 years ago. And it'll be moving out to 14. That's pathetic. Pathetic. Um, but so are the English. Like, will we see the English win another test in Australia? Ever. If, if you and I live to 100, will we see it? I don't know if we will. They, the, the only thing that they, like, they will win another test before Parramatta win a comp, but it, it's touch and go as to, like, how much earlier they do it. Oh, no, it's like no one, like Parramatta never win a comp. They'll win them in England, sure. We're not saying that. I'm saying down here. Yeah. On our soils, on our shores. Yeah. I think unlikely. So a dribbler sent us a, um, a dribbler sent us a, D, uh, a screenshot of, there's like an NRL Twitter, Reddit. So there's like an NRL Reddit uh, like page. Some dribbles are getting on there. Parramatta fans getting really salty about you and I and our chat about Parramatta. Really? Yeah, it was really funny. Saying what? Like, I just think eventually it's going to come back and bite them on the ass. Like this anti-paramount rhetoric. Like it just, it just is too much. Like these guys. <laughs> nah, fuck off, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> nah, sorry. Learn to live with it. Learn to live with Your it. The team sucks. Managed to squeeze that into a cricket chat. <laughs> Enjoy that one. Um, <laughs> Thanks again to KO for the support. Henry KO um, to watch the cricket. That's where I watch it. Um, and that's where you should be watching it. KO.com.au. That's where we watch it. Yeah, if you're not signed up, you're a fucking idiot. That's about all we can say. 
Let's move on. Eddie, before we get to the final, we're not doing dribbles, just for those of you that know, just during this period, Dave's away. We've got Maddie in. Uh, Maddie, thank you very much for being here as always. You're welcome. Uh, although you have been talking throughout the show, I'm only now just acknowledging <laughs> that you've been here. Um, so fuck the dribbles, but we have got a video review to get to. I think we finished with that. But Jake Paul yes. knocking out fucking Tyron Woodley. Do you know how many people think it's staged? It's I'm, shocking to me. Some dribblers I'm like, how? What, what, what stage? He fucking cracks him. What is staged about that? They're like, they reckon there was an article that I saw today. I couldn't fucking be bothered reading the whole thing, but basically implying that there were hand gestures. So Jake Paul's like gesturing to him to when to drop his guard and shit. Who? In what world? Like, seriously. So I was like, I didn't watch the fight because the cricket was on, but um, I've obviously since watched the highlights a million times. Apparently the fight itself wasn't even that good. Like the fight itself was a bit of a shit show, but it just, all you need I didn't is, buy it, put it that way. No. All you need is one of these, like that sort of a knockout. Like that's one of the best knockouts of the year, boxing, MMA, anything. Like that was fucking brutal. But you're watching it. And you're sort of seeing him sort of like twist his wrist. I'm assuming if you like watch, because I was trying to watch about like, because he loads up so hard on the punch, right? But he goes, he feigns for the body for like subtly. And yes. that's what makes And then him... drops his hands and then just bang. But like. Because they said, apparently they said that the ring had said, like his ring had said in previous rounds, he's dropping his, like he's reacting to what you're doing. Right. So if you like feign something, he's reacting to it. So it was like sort of planned. Yeah, it was planned. That's what that's what Jake said after the fight. He goes, I've been, I was trying to set him up for that, the whole fucking fight. Because every time he said he was like throwing out jabs and punches that like Woodley was using his head, like get putting it, like trying to block him out of the way like that. So he's just dropping his hands. And some dribbler sent us a similar thing where it was like fucking, you know, oh, what about, you know, this? And I'm like, dude, a biff's a biff. That was a fucking knockout for the ages. He's like, it was a wall pull. I'm like, dude, when you see the sweat explode off Woodley's head, that is from the force of a punch. No, 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 he's out cold. He's completely fucking out. He's out cold. You wouldn't be able to think about this. Are you telling me, what, are you, what, are you, what is it that you're saying? Are you saying that it's set up and that he allowed himself to get knocked out? Are you truly telling me that you don't think he's knocked out? You think he took he, a dive. Who the fuck has the ability to fall on their own face. No, that no was, one. That's like the greatest acting of all time. You always brace yourself, yeah. always. It's instant, like you can't turn that off. There's no way in the world. You try, you're arguing that it's the greatest dive of all time. Well, I don't. Are people, what's, are people thinking it's a setup because they can't stomach the fact that Jake Paul is winning? Is winning because he's been training fucking hard, and that's yeah. all he's done for years. Yeah. You do, if you if people sat and watched him train, I reckon they'd have a massively different opinion. You definitely. If they went with him every day to the gym and watched him train. You'd be like, ah, oh, okay. Okay, he's grinding like he's. But also, that's all he does. Yeah. But like he, he, it's not like, no, he couldn't beat a world champion boxer. He's not fighting boxers. But that's it. He's fighting like- he's fighting wrestlers and shit. What you have to respect is his ability to command attention and the fact that <coughs> someone said, one, I saw a tweet where it was like three years ago, Tyron Woodley was a fucking UFC welterweight champion and Jake Paul had never had a professional fight. You have to respect what the fucking dude has done. And even though he is fighting, you know, Nate Robinson, NBA, uh, former NBA player, Ben Askren, not a boxer at all. He's picking well. He's picking well. And Tyron Woodley has knockout power. Knocked out Robbie Lawler, for fuck's sake. But again, not a boxer. But can box. Like, he's probably on a similar level, if not maybe. He's worse than Jake. But, like, you know, you're still going up against a world champion. He's got, like, he's got experience in big, big fights. Mate, Mate, how can place, you not respect what he's doing? They, the, it was a sellout wherever yeah. the fuck they were fighting. Like in a massive stage. He's got fucking Masvidal putting up videos. Whether you... Like Masvidal's talking shit about him and going like... And Masvidal's a badass. Masvidal's like, I fight for money or I fight the best in the world and you're neither. So fucking shut up. The fact he's even talking about him means that that ain't the case. Masvidal will fight him and there is money there. And if the money's right... Well, Masvidal will fight him if he gets released. Yes. Or the UFC just allow it. No way. Dana White is, hates, hates, hates bro. It. There's no and fucking And with every way. fight, like with every... There's like, no fucking... There's a big difference between letting Connor fight uh, Mayweather yeah. and he, letting him fight uh, 
Jake Paul because yeah. it is circus boxing. It, it is. That's the thing. It's the new genre is this circus boxing where it's just like it doesn't. You don't actually need these world champion. You don't need to be a world champion. It's just like it's how you sell the fucking yeah. thing. That's all it is. It's just the narrative and the yarn. Well, they've identified like a, a hole in the marketing boxing where mega fights never happen, and like it's a lot of the time it's the who the fuck are you fighting? Who the fuck are you for for, for what all these fucking random belt? belts yeah. and shit? So they're like fuck it. Like, it's fucking smart. Yeah. Get well-known identities to fight each other. People will pay for it. 100%. Well, it's like, it's the it's the same thing as when, like, you were saying when you are at the the zoo fight and there's a biff in the crowd. You start watching that. Fucking oath you do. Like, it's the... 100%. You just, you just you're playing into, like, human psychology. We yeah. love biffs. We love biffs. And if I know who you are, I like it even more than if you're trying to convince me that this guy who's fighting for the WBO Oriental belt is important. Like... I'm sure it is, but I don't know who he is. No. So I'm not as drawn to it as this guy who's got 17 million Instagram followers and fucking however many YouTube followers who talks a heap of shit. Exactly. Who you're like, fuck. He bought Tony Woodley a happening? Rolex. Yeah, I saw that. That was fucking that. cool. But he's also went to fight Fury, who has had seven professional boxing fights. So it's not like he's not trying so to fight So like he's people. not trying yeah. to like that's pretty He is still trying to be a boxer I think. I don't think that you ever see him fight fucking like he's saying What Canelo Alvarez or something yeah, no, of course not. No, but I also think you could see him fight Connor. McGregor? Yeah, yeah cuz Connor's not a boxer. But like and it's like that's big. That would be humongous money. I think that would be sick. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. The size difference would be pretty insane. I think. Well, Jake Paul's 6-1? Yeah. Connor's five seven. Connor's tiny. Yeah, but he's jacked at the moment. But that's a big height discrepancy. Yes. Would Connor do it? Probably. For the money, he'd do it for sure. He would, I think, fancy himself. But he'd be waiting for the right moment. He'd be like, if Jake keeps winning, then it just gets bigger and bigger for me. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't. It's you don't. You don't go from Tyron Woodley to Conor McGregor. No. No, you don't. But Nate Diaz, he fucking calls Nate's out all the time. Nate's got one more fight in the UFC contract as well. So, like, he could be someone that would do it. Like, you fight Connor or you fight, he fights. Like, he has one more fight in the UFC and then goes, all right, I'm going to do this Jake Paul fight. And then I can come back and sign with the UFC if I want to or do whatever the fuck. But if you're out of contract, you do what you want. Mm. It's good stuff. It's really good it's stuff. interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, but that, knock, that knockout was fucking... That was showtime. That it was, was legit, dude. It was legit. Like, anyone who thinks that was fake is a fucking... Is a dead shit. Or that's the greatest acting performance since fucking... Well, you watched a lot Daniel Day-Lewis. You watched a lot of WWE. Which is what people comparing it to. Are they what? They're saying that was as fake as WWE? You, you're, you're a bit of a fucking... I used to get around that all the time, dude. The attitude and what do you, era. What do, you, what do you say to that comparison? I, that's... There's no way, mate. There's no way. They're not making that sort of a connection. His fucking head explodes. The spray goes everywhere. It's the same as when Mazadel got KO'd by Kamaru. Yeah. And, the, and you like... You almost saw like a... Um, what's it called like a an outline of their head that yes. like as the thing just goes out like it's like the shape the perfect shape of yeah. their head as the spray just goes the sweat just explodes yeah, yeah, yeah. oh fuck yeah like that was exactly what it was it looked like a, a sniper had shot him in the fucking head like it was massive and he just goes straight down onto his face like i don't know how you i think that's seriously tinfoil howdy to be saying <laughs> that was fake my <laughs> god i oh, know that's what's that's the rhetoric that's out there that's and people crazy. convince I'm like, that's madness um anyway that's biffs we've got a very special video review we got to do now um so i think we get to that now this uh video edward popped up in the punters and dribblers page yesterday from a tiktok asher port <laughs> I, we've seen an image like this before so there's a chance that the video is old but it i've never seen it i don't think anyone has the ashes are a glorious moment that we will all celebrate. Some, however, may celebrate this momentous occasion a little too hard. I'm sure you can guess who. See, that's why I feel like, like the caption, to me, says that maybe it's more recent. And are they just using this early footage? Or Dave just, Dave gets in the fucking horse mask every time the boys get on one. I feel like that could be Dave's thing. He just loves it. He likes getting into the horse mask. And be getting ridden. Yeah. 
as the as the as, as the video suggests, suggest. the still that we're seeing. But we'll obviously put the. You will see the video with us, so don't fret, punters, dribblers. But Maddie has not seen this either. So, no. um, do we have volume that will come into the room? Yeah, yeah. So you'll yeah. be able to hear it, but Perfect. you just have to put it over the top of the YouTube. Yeah, let's rip. Sweet, ready. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's my favourite. That's my favourite. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's it. That's it. That's the whole it's thing. It's the perfect length. It's the perfect length video. Wow. He is in a so world much of hurt. I just could only imagine, like, oh, pause this. Yep. I can only imagine what he's like when he's at that stage as well. Like just Mate, he can't he's like he can't even get off the can. <laughs> he's knocked out. He's fucked. They're it. trying to give him water and she's like, Ooh. Yeah, it, like it, the same sort of attention's given to like a whale when it's beached on the sand, like all hands on deck, we gotta try and keep this thing alive. Like he's just got a bucket there and towels and people trying to help him and shit. Well that's it. There's towels underneath him and then a bucket next to him and they're yeah, trying to give him water. Just trying to give him water and help him here. Like let's like He's in a fucking bad way. He's in a world of hurt. You don't see people that bad often. That age you do. Again, it's not like he's significantly younger, but like early 20s, you get a little bit more fucked up. But he's... He's in a bad way there. Have you though. ever been in that bad of a way? Yeah. You've never been that fucked up? You probably haven't actually. You do. Are so. you pretty good at keeping a lid on it? I don't think so. You know, now that I think like of it... Like laying on the ground in the middle no, of the day, like yeah. towels and shit. Yeah, energy. that's true. Bro, I've never... fucking... I don't know. Yeah, like I've thrown up though. That's not what I'm talking about. No. If it's just him booting into the sink and that's where the video ends, sure. I'm talking about the next video. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where it's still clearly daytime and like he's on the cat, like writhing in pain yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not in pain, just completely flogged. No, you're right. I probably haven't been to that second video stage that I'm aware of. He's, he's out of it. He's in a world of hurt. Um, and I just, I'm glad that that now lives on forever. I hope that that was on the weekend. I would like to believe it is. It, the, the caption suggested it is. The caption suggested it is. Dave doing a bit of ripping and tearing. He's got a couple of days off where he's like, he's going away or doing something. Yeah, yeah. He? he was being very quiet. We haven't heard from him. He's just pounding into the earth. Just ripping and tearing. Um, but shout out to Asher Port for that footage. Shout out. That's just made my day. Yeah. Should have got more likes, if I'm honest. Maybe people just didn't watch it. Because I think the first frame doesn't necessarily let you know that D or Dave is completely off his fucking head throwing up and, you know. So, yeah, if you're just listening to this, YouTube's where you'll find it or the Punders and Dribblers page. Uh, but is that us, Edward? That's us, Bruddy. Hell of a year. Hell of a year. We are... We'll still be doing a potty Thursday. Correct? Not... We're not... Not in here. Yeah. But, like, that's why you got a mic, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that not the case? Well, I thought, it, I thought I got it for, like, when I was away doing Mondays. We can do it on Thursday. It's not a big deal. Maybe we can do a best of Thursday. We well, you know, that's for us to discuss and you guys to find out on Thursday. But we are back. I am back in the studio next Monday. Back next Monday. For the last of the year. The last of the year. To give you punters and dribblers some, some driving sounds. Things to drive to. Things to drive to. That'll be us. But hell of a year. Hell of a year. Love ya. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Maddie, for coming in. Love you, bro. Fuck you, Dave. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>